0: You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, good to see you. I hope a wonderful day today. We're going to have another and This will be a two-part and I'm going to get let's pray dear heavenly father i thank you for your love your mercy your grace your salvation and lord as we start this new study today i ask that you would open our eyes and our hearts that we would be able to see the truth of where we're at in our lives on this topic but also have a humble spirit and attitude toward making things right lord so that we can have victory through you I ask that you would lift up those that are ill, that are suffering. I just pray, Lord, that you would be uh, the comforter. I know that you are the great physician. And Lord, I just pray that you would uh, give us your sunshine to be able to brighten the day of those around us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not sure about you, but growing up and even now, if you hear three little words, Um, you might be able to be taken back to a childhood memory, which are lions and tigers and bears. You probably already said, oh my. So growing up, uh, it was like maybe once a year, The Wizard of Oz was on TV. And so just hearing those little phrases from a movie that was made, I believe in like the late 1930s, uh, can take you back to a good memory, a bad memory. Um, I used to enjoy the movie as a child. But I also remember my mom teasing me about some of the scary parts. So, but in all reality, there are things in life that we can look at and automatically be scared to death. Instead of the phrase lions and tigers and bears, I want us to replace that with fear and anxiety and worry. That's really what uh, the lions and tigers and bears stands for just the, the unknown, the what ifs, the terrors of life. And I want us to look a little bit deeper because, again, in this season that we're in, originally, you know, maybe a year ago and nine months ago, we thought it would be short-lived. Now we're here coming up on a a one-year time when the world started this pandemic, and we're still here. Maybe certain areas, certain cities and counties are worse than others, but we're in this situation, a predicament, where it's all around us. Maybe you're worried and have anxiety and fear over that. Maybe it's not that topic, but the pandemic has brought on and magnified some issues in your life. So you may not be directly impacted by the pandemic, but maybe because of staying at home, um, fearing the unknown, all the different things that have happened in 2020. I want to encourage you. So I've heard many people, even myself, say, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. I'm looking forward to 2021. Uh, Two things we need to always, you know, in our mind, trust the Lord and be prepared because the the end times, the days that um, the Lord prophesied for us, there are going to be things that are negative and scary in our lives. However, we should always look forward that the best days are yet to come. So before we get to that part of the study, let's define those three words. So the word fear is in the Bible numerous times, and in the Hebrew in the Old Testament it means morally to revere, it also means to frighten, dread, alarm, and great terror. So that's one that isn't too hard to define. But then when we look at anxiety and worry, those two aren't directly in the Bible. Uh, So Merriam-Webster, Old Faithful there, uh, that has been developed many years ago. It says anxiety is apprehensive uneasiness or nervousness unusually over an impending or an anticipated ill. So it's over something that hasn't even happened, but we're thinking it's coming. We know it's coming. It's a state of being anxious. So nervous, worried, But then we change and go to the word worry. And what does that mean? It means to afflict with mental distress. So each one of these are different levels. Fear, um, there's alarm. I'm frightened. But then anxiety, I'm I'm nervous about something that might happen. Now worry, I'm going to take those thoughts and I'm going to dwell on them. It also says it is a nagging attention. Worry, it just, it won't go away. Also, mental distress again, and agitation, here we go, for something impending. Anxiety, and it's also to feel concerned. So we've got a lot of definitions and words there, and while some of them might seem the same, we can separate these, and we can live with one, two, or all three at the same time. And it's something that um, fear comes to all people throughout all of life, sometimes are worse than others. Some personalities are stronger than others that maybe you've maybe heard the statement, oh, you're just a worry wart. And you think of Eeyore with uh, Winnie the Pooh, that's what he was known for. But there are personalities and characteristics in our life that maybe it's a family trait that we are. We're nervous and worried over everything. But anxiety takes it to the next level. Again, it's also centered on things that might happen. So think of all the lost days we've had over that anxiety. And sometimes that thing that we dread never does happen, never comes. And so we need to ask the Lord, Lord, help me to separate these things so that, you know, there are things that are real that we are to fear, but we're going to study that often we are fearing the wrong thing. Now, worry though, is choosing to hold on to that fear why right? define them this way, it's like, oh man, it it's, can be very convicting thinking, wow, you know, fear comes to all of us, but am I taking it to that anxiety level? Am I taking it to that worry level that it becomes all consuming? The what ifs in life will control you if they're not biblically and properly dealt with. Listen to what Psalm 27.1 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, ladies, when we look at the topic of fear, the Lord is very, very specific on who we are supposed to fear. And it's not myself. It's not the what ifs. It's not what people think about me around me. It's not others. It's him. Now, there is a separation because fear is, In the world is um, often related to my selfishness, my pride of I don't want to get hurt. I'm scared of something. But we think that same fear is what the Lord means when we are supposed to fear Him and it's not at all. If you go back to what I first said the definition of fear was, it was to morally revere. That's the proper fear of God. It's not scared to death that He's gonna zap me at any moment but it's that proper respect that he's the creator of all. He created life. He sustains it. He takes it away. Uh, He gives us everything that we have. Therefore, I need to reverence him in an awe that he is in control and he's all powerful. When I have him as the person that I'm putting that fear into in the right perspective, in the right definition, He's able to take the fears that I have of men away. Help me to have that peace in my soul. God doesn't want you to live with that fear, the anxiety, and worry. He wants you to live with um, you know, a light in your step. We're able to conquer your day with His Spirit, with a great attitude. It's His job to take these things away, but you have to give them up and give Him control. I heard about this is very interesting. You kind of have to think through this one, but it's a little um, something put someone put together on the kinds of fear. So I didn't know some of these. Um, mysophobia is the fear of dirt. It's interesting. Hydrophobia is the fear of water. Nyctophobia is the fear of darkness. Then you've got acrophobia is the fear of high places. Taxophobia is the fear of being buried alive. I just wonder, you know, who, who put these phobias together? You know, they probably had that fear. Then have got xenophobia is the fear of strangers. Necrophobia is the fear of the dead. Claustrophobia, may, maybe many of you have this, is the fear of confined places. And then triskaidekaphobia that was a hard one. <laughs> it's the fear of the number 13. So the only one I had ever heard of was claustrophobia. Um, But it says many people who have learned to fear things that they shouldn't have feared never learn the fear of God. Matthew 10.28 says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. God is in control. He is um, the master of all. But we've also got Satan that uh, those that aren't saved, there are a lot of things to fear. And so ladies, as a Christian, that fear needs to be cast aside because our hope and our joy and our assurance, our security is all found in Jesus Christ. And the fact that we are not going to hell if you've accepted him as your personal Savior to forgive your sins Uh, To pay that penalty for sin, Uh, we have that wiped away, and we don't need to fear Satan and the evils of the world. We need to pray every day for God's protection and his love. But just to know what's the worst that could happen to me, I get to go to heaven. God is so good to us. Now, even in this lesson, and I'm trying to encourage you, don't think that I don't have fears. There are things that all the time come up. Uh, for instance, a silly little one, I don't like spiders. I'm nece- not necessarily afraid of them, um, like arachnophobia. No, that's the fear of spiders, but I don't like them. But if I were somewhere I've been in some other countries and I saw a spider I'm not even familiar with, you know, I would probably try to get someone else to kill it. You get nervous, not sure if it's going to be a jumper or not, you know, but something like that, I look at things that come in our life and we get afraid of it. Not sure if it, like a spider, could come out and jump and get me. Sometimes we can't sleep at night because of that worry. Listen to Psalm 31, 13. For I have heard the slander of many. So this is talking about the fear of men. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. But I love the next verse. It says, but... And so many times, Psalms and Proverbs, but it'll change gears. So here it's declaring the truth. There's this danger, this impending fear, this worry about David, that there were people out to get him. And then he says, but. And that changes everything. You know, we've sinned, but Jesus Christ died for those sins. He is the answer. And the verse says, but I trusted in thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my God. David gives the answer right there. Part A is in verse 13. And then part B, that answer in verse 14. Ladies, God can take away the fear that is plaguing you. That anxiety, the worry that um, has caused you physical ailments, distress. God is the answer. And I'm looking forward to the second part of this study that we're gonna learn a little bit more about who we should fear, how we should fear, and how God is the answer. Thank you for watching and listening today. I'll look forward to next time. Thank you. You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed.